Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the fan, the pro, the pro, and the fan. I'm your host, Fred Smoot. Here's my co-host, Percy Donaldson. And it's Cowboy Week. Should I say anything more important? Now, we have to talk about the Giants game. We have to talk about Mr. Daniel Jones. We have to talk about everything that went on. So we'll start there first, Mr. Percy Donaldson. How do you feel about New York Giants versus the Washington Faceless Men? Hey, look, the faceless men, they were definitely some of the big name faces definitely didn't have the face that we thought they had. They had mess all over it. Uh, Landon Collins, man, I, it was just like, I, I see teams scheme either to put their best player in the game or they scheme to take away our best player. And I want to see more of that on my team because Landon Collins was put in a bunch of predicaments Throughout the day. Hey, first of all, I'm going to tell you, when I look at Landon College, I'm going to tell you how I feel, Percy D. I yeah. totally feel like Landon College's mama when he, he picked Alabama over LSU. I have that same face when I watch him play right now because it's something just not there. Like, I'm a I'm an ex-player, so I look, at, I look at things through a microcosm that most people don't. I, I'm not going to ex- uh, why is he not playing good? I'm asking, what's going on inside of everything that's making sure he does it? Right. Because like, something is something's see, going on. I know that, man. I know I've been around a lot of corners and stuff like that, safety. And you can see his mind is somewhere else. That's the only excuse. Son, your mind is somewhere else because they're putting you in a position where you're supposed to be good. He was lined up in the box a lot of times. That's supposed to be your spot. You know, that's supposed to be where, you know, you always hear about coaches putting guys where they post where they do the best job at, uh, putting guys in position to where they do what they know how to do. Well, Landon Collins, you're supposed to be a box safety, tackle safety. Daniel Jones, son, uh, hey, I thought he almost took your Achilles. Hey, hey, first, almost, of all, hey first of all, hey, first of all, personally, I would never live down the fact that I, I, I seen Daniel Jones outrun Landon Collins twice. All right, not one time. Twice, twice, twice. Listen, listen, man. That Landon Collins, man. And then you could tell the look on his face was like, I can't believe they got me again. Like, I thought it would be one time. Even he was like stuck in the moment. Like, once once the game get too fast for you and people start to people start to like scheme at you and go at you every time. Sometimes I think the coach would be like, Hey, come on out, son. Come on hey, out for hey, hey, what they do. You you can't you can't bring them out for a couple of plays because the one person that can play you better than any other team is when you play your ex team. They know your right. strengths, they know your weaknesses, they know everything. I can remember going back to Washington as a Viking. I can remember going back to uh to the to Viking Stadium as a as as a uh Washington player and. Mm -hmm. I knew they knew these things, so I had already calculated against them. And I had a great coach with Greg Williams that actually assisted me in doing this with the pen. See, they go to different when two people get in there with the pen and say, they're going to attack me this way. They know I don't like to play comeback because I like to play the go all the time. So, therefore, they're probably going to come out and run a comeback on me. And what did I pick off on the first 
uh, drive of the game, a comeback. comeback. That because I sit there and talk, I sit there and talk through it with my coach, and my coach understood, and he said, "I want you to break down here on everything." Early. And guess what? We had a plan, and the plan was executed. So I'm asking you, what's going on with Jack Del Rio and Landon Collins that we don't understand as the people? I think, first of all, I think, you know, Jack Del Rio, he came in talking about the six linemen, the six defensive linemen, six defensive linemen. And although they're good defensive linemen, they are all first-round draft picks. I don't see the scheme. I don't see him trying to whoop people with the pen. I see him lining up guys and expecting them to do their job based on their draft position just off just that. But he's not doing on his, his job based on his coaching position. Because like you say, we don't get to see guys get beat with the pen. I saw the Bears against Tampa Bay and Khalil Mack, and it was pretty much pick routes. It was pick plays because the tackle was picking, the D tackle was picking the uh, the left tackle, and Khalil Mack was coming inside, and he was always getting a one-on-one against a much slower player. He was always getting those one-on-one. And I don't see us doing that not only on offense, I don't see us doing that with guys like Landon Collins where if you get them, get them on the blitz and get him, you know, going with his ears pent back instead of reacting. I don't see it with Chase Young or Montez Sweat. But I see it everywhere else. And, yes, these guys are superstars sometimes. And, yes, they're great players. But that don't mean you can't scheme them in sometimes for some easy plays. I know he can beat guys with straight – with all types of moves and stuff, but scheme them sometimes, coach. Make it easy for them. And I don't think our coaches do that enough. What you think about that, Fred? Uh, well, no, no. Actually, you're actually right. You know, I don't like to agree with you. Most of the time, <laughs> I try not on purpose to agree with you. Like, I, I like that's one of my things. Like, we've always been the same guy when it comes to this. Like, I try not to agree with you, but I have to agree with you on this. There's nothing exotic about anything he does. That's one thing I loved about Greg was uh, he just challenged us mentally all the time I that, that was his thing like mentally i'm gonna make y'all play the game inside the game and now i can get the i can get the best talent out of you and i don't know if he's doing it all the time but i see it happening sometimes because you got guys like fuller you got other guys up front that succeed you got guys right. that's playing good ball but at the right. end of the day you have to ask yourself what's really going on it's like it's now like when, I, you, when you think about jim schwartz like it could have been 11 Harvard graduates on defense for Philadelphia, but you still had to worry about Jim Schwartz blitzes. You still had yep. to worry about his blitzes. You still had to worry about his system because you know it was going to confuse your quarterback. You know your, your running backs were going to run into some – one going to sit down in some zones or we're going to try to sit down in some zones that weren't even there. And so, like, that's what I want to see from Del Rio. He's, a, he's been a head coach. He's been all this stuff. And so he should be. He should have some of that in his repertoire, man. He should have some of that stuff to give to us, and he hasn't given it to us yet. No, you're right about that. You're totally right about that, and I can't hate. I want to hate. Like, hating is what I do. I, and then one thing I know that people really hate to do, and that's lose money. Everybody hates to lose money. I like that. I, 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 listen, when I lose money, when it comes to bed, hey, they already know my household is going to be like, a bad week because losing money ain't one thing that I like to do. But you know, now that the NFL season is full swing, you might be at the game, but you can still bet online for game spreads, totals to the teams, players, coaching props, 
Bet online gives you more options, ways in, in to place any online bet. Like you can literally do whatever you want to when it comes to these sites. I know casinos might not be open. Now they're starting to open up, but now you can literally do everything you want to do when it comes to betting. You can do this betonline.com. Take advantage of everything that you can do when it comes to this site. And the one thing I like to do, especially when it comes to rivalry week, because rivalry week is one of those things. It don't matter if it's high school, college, pros, whatever you do, rivalry, rivalry week is week. one of the most up. Is that's what I just said? Did I not yeah. say that? Yes, yeah. Let's just say hey, it, 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 it's it's one of the best weeks of unpredictable betting you can ever do because it don't matter what the team's record are. It don't matter what they headed to. At the end of the day, rivalry week is one of those things you. You can only do it through grace, hope, and, and love. You love that team. That's why you bet it. Bet online, rivalry week, Washington football team versus the Cowboys of Dallas. Know how I feel about those guys. Right. Know how I feel about those guys. And I'm going to take us into this segment, Percy D. I'm going to take you into the, you a damn lie. You know why I like this segment? Why you like it? <laughs> <laughs> because I... Because I'm a truth bearer. I like to bear the truth. I like to tell the truth when it comes to things. And I know how it is to be on the podium. It had to be literally sitting there like a politician, literally be so correct, do what's right at the time, instead of what you really want to say. Now, I'm going to yeah. bring up a predicament. Most people don't want to talk about. All right? yeah. I'm going to bring up a predicament. Yeah. This predicament has to do with our... Starting quarterback from the beginning of the year, yeah. Mr. Haskins, Mr. Haskins. Uh, getting fined, and they're probably going to find him the maximum. I know how that goes. And from what we hear from the report, Mr. Haskins had a family member check in at the hotel, and he got a room from them, and you can't do that anymore, which they used to be a privilege when we, when we played. Your family members could literally stay at the same hotel as you and right. stuff like that. And they say he's getting fired because there's no longer the policy due to COVID. Mm. So I'm asking you, Percy, what you think this really about? It's uh, it's it's something he shouldn't be doing. Like at this point, man, you done went from first stream to third stream. Like even small stuff like that you can't involve yourself in as a QB, especially. Mm -hmm. Now, if it was a corner, I would say a wide receiver, I would say, uh, you know, stuff happened and I would ask for more information. But for a guy, like in the hot seat already, man, and, and you know there's a microscope on you, you cannot do this, man. And I... It's some tomfoolery, man. Hey, first of all, hey, first of all, first of all, stay with stay with this segment. Use yeah. a damn lie. And he's a damn lie. Because <laughs> first of all, this was no family member. All right. This don't sound like no family member. And family members show sure ain't trying to come out there when they can't go to the game anyway. All right. Let's not act like they was actually going to a game. Like, nobody was going to a game. This is not a family member. Me and most players not understand who oh, she okay. was. Yeah. Now, we All don't, right. uh, we yeah. don't, we don't, we don't know her name, but something was going on. So they tell me he's mentally checked out. 
He understands that they do no, they no longer want his services. Like it's 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 different when somebody tell you I don't need your services. That means you just don't need. But not to want my service. I you wouldn't want it if you need it. So you telling me that was a conjugal visit? <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I, when it comes to things, you put Fred Carper on the, the report, right? The one thing as an investor reporter, the one thing I do is I'm thoroughly in what things I do. And yeah. I also can put what I realized, like my grandma used to always say, common sense ain't coming. Right, mm-hmm. because it's called common sense, that don't mean everybody commonly got it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take my common sense and understand who would be visiting him, why would they be visiting him, and they don't even care about going to the game. It's all turning motive. Oh, right, okay. right well, there. Well, are you speaking from a place of experience? Oh, hey, listen to me. We never gonna talk about experience because I've experienced everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've experienced everything. So it's nothing in, in no situation that I haven't been in. So I'm fine. I'm right. telling you, because I've been in all these predicaments, that I know what's going on right now. I like I so understand. You say, so you saying it was it was a, a little pleasing at the four seasons. All I'm saying is it was some tomfoolery. You understand? Debauchery. Like yeah. you know what? Anytime in a movie that they bring up the word debauchery. Something's went wrong. Something went wrong. It was some ho- it was some hotel debauchery. Huh? I get that. I, get that. Man, I tell you what, now if he that's did, all. If that's the case, then uh, son, you need to get the hell out of here, son. You need to hurry up and get somewhere else before you're too young, and I know you want to enjoy your life. We might need to hurry up and get this boy to Pittsburgh, man. I'm just saying. Hey, 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 did I not pick the right place for him? It's only two places for him, and that's Pittsburgh or Tampa Bay. It's only two places for him. And, like, his best balls, when he thrown his best balls out, they were, like, big big being-type footballs. No, 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 big being-type throws. Most definitely, that was my comp with him. It was Byron Leftwich and big being Roethlisberger. I, that was my comfort for him because the one thing I didn't see was foresee was him losing weight and him literally having the ability to run but still not liking to do it. And I, mm-hmm. I think that's where he kind of cheated himself because to get two, three first downs in the game is to change the game. Like, and I don't think he ever got that as a player because he never got nurtured. It's like a kid. If yeah. you send a kid to a foster home, three, four uh, families, uh, who family values do we pick up? See, Fred, I, I don't want to talk about this much, but I want to have like another minute and a half where I talk. Just imagine if Dwayne would have came in and told Coach like right before the season, like, Coach, you know what? I really ain't got this like I need to have it. How about Cal go in and play? And let me get a couple more weeks under my belt before I go in here. I don't really understand this like I need to as a football player. This would be a month. who does that? You can't. You uh, you, can't you can't. You can't do males. that. Yeah, you can't do that. But man, just think how different it'll be. Because hey, hey, think about think about Skip Bayless, uh, uh, uh Stephen A. Smith here, and the fact that a quarterback came in and said, "You know what? I just ain't got it right now. Give me some time." Like yeah. why you got a new why you got a new head coach? 
that don't right. don't even know you enough to give you another chance. Right. Why but, would you set yourself up for failure? But I do think at some point in Dwayne Hassan's career, he's gonna look back and he's gonna be like, "Man, I was crazy as hell thinking I was gonna go in there and shock the world that first week of 2020 with COVID and all the rest of his stuff going on." And I, because I, but think you can't see it. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't see it in the belly of beast. Right in the belly of the beast, you can't yeah. see it. And you know, you know, being a, a competitor, you yeah, you probably can't see it. But I, it's kind of like when RG three left that twenty twenty hindsight that he got, and he he speaks about it very little, but he does every once in a while. He talks about yeah, I was, I just didn't understand then, and I just didn't know then. And I think one of the most humble with it was Michael Vick. And I love to hear Michael Vick talk. Oh, about I love it! I love Vick. Oh, yeah. That's that's my classic. Yeah, because he got with he got with Andy Reid, and you know Andy Reid just opened up his eyes as a quarterback even more, and he got to see different stuff. And he was like, "Man, whoo! Like if I would have had this, if I would have knew this, this is what that. quarterback is about, right? Right? It, it, yeah. Thank you. It, it, yeah. That means you 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 only as smart as you are. Like just because yeah. you have athletic ability, don't make you the alpha male or the prime athlete. Like it has to be a 50-50 mental meets athlete uh plus prowess and what what are you good and what are you great at? Can you take the mental, put it on the field week, week after week? That's what makes you great. Like being great is totally different from being good. And that's what I want the fan base to understand is we're trying to be great. We don't want to be good. All right, good meaning make the playoff this year, miss it the next, make the playoff, miss it. No, we want to be great, and we want to sustain greatness for a long time here in the nation's capital. That's what we want to do. We want to get on the, the level of the nationals. We want to get on the level of the capitals. We want to get on the level of the mystics. We want to get on the level of everybody else in the mindset So to the point where we got assets to trade, to with the, yeah. the point that we got things to do because we are, we're drafting well. Like these are the telltale signs of a franchise turning things upside down. And speaking of turning things upside down, <laughs> I got to talk about this new app. This new app, and it's called Wink and Drink, and it's out right now. You can get it. You heard me talk about it. Episodes before this. Now, Wink and Drink is right now at Apple and any other Spotify and any other thing you can get apps from. Wink and Drink is there. What makes this app so different than the rest of them is you literally swipe right and you're going to meet somebody for a drink. And that's instant. I, that's instant. That's crazy. And not only can I do this, me, Percy D, three more of our friends, can swipe as five to make another group of five out for drinks at your local restaurant, bars, lounges, wineries, anywhere alcohol is served. You can wink and you can drink. I'm literally going to do it after this episode. After this episode, man. Hey, let me tell you something. Else. Something else I heard. Uh... Ron Rivera's, come, Rivera's coming up on his last cancer treatment, man. His last yep. cancer treatment. Yep. That's great. That's great. And, it, yep. and you were just talking about it. You were just talking about it. I want to just say, like, we, we with your coach. We want you to get through it. But you were just talking about greatness and prolonged and sustained greatness. Uh, you know, people think Bill Belichick is the same guy with the Patriots a lot of times as he is in the press conference. And having friends who's played for him and having friends talk to him, they were like, 
Oh no, man. Bill is the best guy in the world. He can have any conversation you want to have, but he's not finna two have different it. dudes. Yeah, he's not finna have it at a podium. And so the team gets this bill and the press gets this. Why? Yeah. And I think I think Ron Rivera is doing the same thing too. And and as fans, we give him more credit for it than the press does. The press, you know, they, they gotta make they gotta do the job and you know, sell papers and stuff like that and get clicks. So a lot of times when they make a big deal in the press, it's not really a big deal to the team. The team is already set in. Ron has them on the same page. And I think we got to really pay attention to that. And we'll fall in the same boat we always fall in when it comes to bad media about the Washington football team. And I'm not saying we've had bad teams or nothing like that. They deserve bad media, but a lot of this stuff is way old blown. Hey, first, hey, first of all, hey, first of all, the trap of change, change, change. It ain't how I want it right now. Change, change, change. Yeah. We've had enough change. We need stability. Stability is right. the name of the game. I played in the league. And the reason I didn't play 15 years instead of uh, 10 years is the simple reason of stability. Uh, if my coach is constantly changed, eventually I meet a coach that I don't fit. Eventually right. I meet a coach that our game uh, plan I'm not a part of. Eventually right. something changes. And, like, and if too much change makes, makes it hard for everybody to be on the same pattern in one in one path. And what we need to do is settle down and be realistic as a fan base. Say, right. check this out. We're young. We're going to grow. We're going to move forward. And guess what? We're in the roughest times right now. Exactly. After this, it's only going to be greatness. And see, that's what I'm talking about, Fred. And that's how I look at it. And so that's why when I see these articles on these certain uh, places who writers like to say certain things, I sit back and I say, you know what? You a damn lie, and I ain't finna give you your click. No, they, and, and, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, hey, they right. lie ain't a lie. They reporting the news. They report news, and I don't like to talk about that day. I'm a visionary. I like to look forward. Looking right. forward in life is to uh, actually prepare for the future and prepare for what's coming. They right. don't. They that ain't their job. Their job is not to report about the future. They want to report about the now, and if the now stinks. They have to report about the stinking now. And that's what they do at a high level, report about the stinking now. And that makes them very regular. Instead of painting a picture, they can not only tell the truth, but also be very informative And in where the media has changed from the time when I got in it to the change where it is now. Hey, man. So let's talk about the now. And let's talk about the Cowboys, man, because this is the game of – the week, the rivalry, man. I, it's, it's Spell the word week. Don't man. just say week to them. Spell the word week so they know which word you're talking about, Mr. Okay. Dunks. Okay, we're going we're gonna to spell week for you. We're going to spell week for you. W-E-A-K. Week. <laughs> <laughs> we are, you know, we, you know. You used to the NFC. You used to the NFC East, man. I'm used to running the ball, you know, hitting hard, body bag games, you know, Sean Taylor killing Terry Glenn, Levar Arrington ending Troy Aikman, destroying Emmitt Smith ribs. Is this? Oh, is this? My. Is this? Is this Michael Spinks after Tyson knocked him out versus Butterbean? Meaning, you, you used to be big names. 
Just not at the time that they fight. No, this is why I say this is this is gonna be USA Monday Night fights because even though you didn't really know the names of the other 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 title card, we don't have a name. Yeah, you didn't really know the names of the fighters. Like you, you they weren't really household names, but they gave you a good product every. What was that Mon was that Tuesday night fights or Monday night fights or USA? There was Tuesday night fights because nobody watches fights on Tuesday. Okay, so yeah, it's the game of the week, man. You're talking about a cowboy team that averages 28 points but gives up 36 points. The worst defense I have ever seen. How does the listen to me? The one thing I can say about pro sports, they do a bad job of recycling coaches. If he failed before he got there, nine times out of 10, he'll fail again. That's just the way it goes. Mm -hmm. right, Mike McCarthy is a smart coach because I remember talking to Coach Gill. And Coach Gill said, I brought most, uh, most of my old coaches there back because this is who I trusted, this is who I run with. And Greg was that new school he had to bring in there to be relevant about what's going on. He knew not to bring his off, I mean, his defensive coordinator. Right? So I'm asking myself with Mike McCarthy, when you come back, why wouldn't you get a coordinator that's very hip to what's going on today? Instead, you bring back an ancient skeleton that can't call plays, can't line guys up, you can't even get the best out of your dominant players. Right, they have one of the best linebacking cores. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Aaron Rodgers. I think, hey, Aaron Rodgers. You sound like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> what you mean I sound like Aaron Rodgers? What you mean? Because it's the same thing he was saying about Mike McCartney. He always felt like he never opened the offense up. He never got enough weapons at wide receiver. And he never just did. He was never like, he always just put him in a predicament on third down because he won creative on first and second. And and that's what Aaron Rodgers said about Mike McCartney. So Well, said, you know, you know how I feel about the Green Bay Packers. The Packers are Green Bay. All right, first of all, I want to put this into the stratosphere. Listen to me, people. Uh if I told you a franchise had at least 25 to 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback. And out of 30 years, they got two championships. Is that a dynasty? Uh, is that a Travis Sham mockery? Because that's what the Green Bay Packers is. They went from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, and they only have two, yes, I said it, two rings out of 25 plus years of great quarterbacking, all right? Like most say, franchises don't get that. You could say you could say kind of about the same thing about the Cowboys, man, because they have went through. Tyron Smith is he's on, he's on his last leg. Uh, Fredericks is Francis gone. Fredericks, he's gone. Zach uh, Martin. Zach Martin. He never Lyle, turned out to yeah. be who we thought he was going to be. No, actually, Lyle, Lyle Collins played pretty good. They got a steal with him. Remember what happened with the draft with him. He, they got I a know, steal but, with him. But, 
I thought I thought he'd be left tackle material, and he's all right at right tackle. Well, yeah, why would you put him in left tackle when you got uh, Tyron Smith, one of the just, best? That's just it. I don't never think he'll be quick enough to be left tackle, especially having to go up against Chase Young and Montez Sweat two times a year. Well, that's what's saying. Now, yeah. that's the new version of the Washington team. Like, yeah. he didn't have to go against it for a long time. Yeah. We're talking about a change of the guard. We're talking about where they're aging, we're getting younger. I we're getting younger hey, but in the, that's as a, the that's, front. That's a Travis Shamaker for the Cowboys that had that offensive line for so long with five Pro Bowlers on it and never win anything of count. You know, I just want to put that salt. Hey, 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 so would you hold an offensive line against a franchise or would you hold 25 years of, of, of Hall of Fame quarterback against a, a franchise? Which one is the, the most terrifying? I tell you what, I will I will hold the twenty five years of Hall of Fame quarterbacking against them because although the Chiefs never really succeeded a lot with the offensive line they had with Waters and Rolf and those guys, they were always a fun team to watch. Like they had some great games. They was always winning the Russian title with Priest Holmes. Hey, and, and don't take Priest Holmes for like like he's minuscule. Priest yeah. Holmes can run the ball. Like the first yeah. two hundred games, you know. Russian game I was ever a part of, meaning I gave it up on defense, was against Priest Holmes, uh, Will Shields, and the rest yeah, of those guys Will were really rough. They Boy. taught us a lesson about running the ball that day. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I like. I rather have. I rather had an offensive line. I think the quarterback. No, nah, I rather. I rather had a quarterback any day. I rather no, have. But but you talking about you talking about not winning to have them that long and not win. I don't want to have yes, and they, that long and not win. Well, what I'm saying is that's, that would make it hurt. Like, yeah. that's the worst of the worst. Like, it ain't the worst having the offensive line because all you can say is we never had the quarterback. But if you got the quarterback, your offensive line don't have to be the greatest offensive line of all time. Well, I tell you what, this Dallas Cowboy offensive line now is full of Wegman Bagman. <laughs> 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 what are you saying about Wegman Bad Man? Because I have always said, if Jesus had a kitchen, yeah. it'll look like Wegman. Hey, hey, Wegman, we need that. Uh, <laughs> we need that. But hey, look, that's sponsor money. Yeah, we need that. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. But all the time, all the time, hey, these guys are straight off the streets. I mean, a couple of them work their food line, I think. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they ride the guys, you know, so you got to watch out. But, man, look, so I got you eat. I got you eat. Jonathan Allen, I don't want to hear any excuses. Uh, Deron Payne, I don't want to hear Hey, 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 you know the great thing about Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne? Yeah. They, haven't, they haven't maxed out. Meaning, like, when we have to pay them, we ain't finna have to pay them top 10 money. We're going to have to pay them good money, not great money. And that allows us to keep a team together, but it also allows them to finally peak. Like they're gonna peak at the right time. And that's what we got working for us right now. It's timing. When everybody's gonna peak, a month ahead, sweat already showed you. I'm a dog if 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 Chase Young here that day or not. All right. So we got guys, and, and when I say it ain't nothing like keeping some guys that been together for a while, that that's a dynasty in itself. And that's what we're creating right now. 
That's the temperature in the room. That's where we at right now. We're building a dynasty. And I really believe that. Over under for sacks this week. How many sacks you think the unit has as a whole? How many you think Split Chase has? Ooh, bet online. The over under of sex on Andy Dalton. One red water pistol. All right. I will go. Five is the magic number. Five is the magic number only because they're going to try to get Zeke going early. And when that doesn't work, then they're going to be forced to throw. I go two and a half sacks first half. Two and a half, second half could even be more. Five sacks is where I go. Where do you land at? I'm going with eight. That's a lot of sacks, brother. That is you are really a fan. You're showing your fandom. You're showing your fandom. Hey, look. I think Montez Sweat is going to have a breakout game. I think this is going to be the game. Meaning, meaning the narrative is going to go from Chase Young <laughs> to Sweaty. Right, right. I think this is the game where Montez Swift's like, hey, here I am. There's nobody in the NFL this size, this speed that can do this. Three sacks easy for Montez Sweat. Uh, one and a half for Chase. Alabama boys. Get one and a half a piece, and we have some sacks. Let's get some sacks. But I think I think this is Montez Sweat game. You know, he did. He was doing. He did. You know, he did well against the starting all pro offense lineman for the Cowboys. Now he got these guys. These guys who who chasing garbage. Jimmy and Joe's. <laughs> yeah, these guys were chasing garbage. <laughs> yeah, trucks, Jimmy man. and Joe. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Jimmy and Joe. Yeah, so so so, so here go the kicker, right? Yeah. Let's say this is going to change the game when it comes to defensive line play. Considering their offensive line is weak, uh, the quarterback is still trying to get reps. Uh, Zeke is fumbling the ball. Can't count on him to fumble this game just because he fumbled last game. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Now, so you say the leverage of the game has everything to do with the D-line play and what our defensive coordinator draws up, not just the D-line play. Yeah, I think I think this will be one of those few games that the D line play. The D line is gonna have a fun and they pretty much gonna lead the team to the victory. I'm not really expecting much from our offense, you know. And Dustin Hopkins, man, if you don't get yourself together, son, you're gonna have to find a job. Oh, he had the Midas touch for a while. Wow. But everything he touched right now turns to an aluminum foil. And that's a lot more uh cheap. Then go. You understand what I'm right. saying? Right, man. That, that that leg is funny, man. I mean, you need to go do something, man. You need to pee on your kicking leg for the game. <laughs> That's an old football term. That's an old football term for people out there that don't understand what that means. Pee on your leg. That's an old football term from the 70s. I'm sorry. He had to bring it to young filter like that. Yeah, but that's man. what we do. Yeah, you need to pee on your leg for the game, get that leg right, or do something, son, because, hey, we would have won. We could have won a game if it weren't for you, son. I just don't know. I, I get I get kind of upset talking about last week's game, man. But these Cowboys, they right for I, I, they, I, But they, we got to talk about we got to talk about last week's game because we were coming up on another segment, and it's what made me drink last week. All right. <laughs> 
me myself, what made me drink starting out was the fact that I actually want to have a drink. So we won't start there, all right? Yeah. But well, I would pick up off of what makes me drink. Sadiq Charles mm-hmm. made me drink. All right. All right. Some of the office of play calls made Fred drink. Yeah. All right. Then not only that, watching my boy Kyle Fuller. Because the one thing we learned about life is we don't just drink when we say it, we drink when we celebrate. So we drink double time. And watching my boy Cal Fuller shut down the world, only giving up three catches for a amount of 39 yards, four interceptions, made me drink and celebration. So I asked in turn, Mr. Purse, D, mine was sponsored by Jack Daniels, because that's what I like to drink. Little Baza Hayden also. What made you drink? Hey, uh, Landon Collins. Landon Collins. <laughs> I keep my lips on the bottle after watching Landon Collins play. Because I told you before the game, I was like, hey, we haven't seen much of Evan Ingram this year. Watch you get out this game. Got out this game. Hey, look, Dane Jones, they did nothing this game. This whole year, watch you get off against us. What did he do? It was Landon Collins, man. He made me drink, man. Sadiq Charles also made, <laughs> made you drink. Sadiq Charles made me drink, man. The guy just can't catch a break. Then I hear they put him on IR today. So at first they thought he was coming back after the bye week, but it probably be like another two or three weeks after we get back from the bye week before we can see Sadiq Charles. So that makes you put alcohol in your coffee. Right, right, right. Because it was yeah. an early morning mess. Yeah, right. yeah. So, and, 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 and just losing, man, just losing, not feeling like, you know, we put our, we left our best on the field. I tell you what, I did hold a, I did hold a drink up for Terry McLaurin because every play, every play, man, you just see Terry coming back to where running all these routes, knowing he's not going to get the ball. You can see it, you can see it wearing on. Like, because you usually see corners with their hands on their shoulder, breathing hard. Because the wide receiver gets to go out a lot. The wide receiver gets to get a break more than the corner. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, the corners don't. Well, guess Terry got to get a break because even when he ain't getting the ball, he has to be a decoy for offense with no weapons. So every play Terry's out there giving 100%, man. Just watch. Just watch it, man. Just watch Hey, it. hey you don't have to tell me to watch Terry McLaurin. Yeah. I've been watching him since he got here. Watch him chase down interceptions. Yeah. Watch him chase down turnovers. Watch him play the game of football the way it's supposed to be played. Watch Terry be Terry. The one thing I know about him, he don't even like the name Scary Terry. This says you a lot about him. I don't need a nickname. I'm going to be myself. He's a genuine guy. He's one of the better draft picks, and we can say this is a franchise right now. We're one of the few people with an elite wide receiver that's not a diva. I, mm-hmm. He ain't a diva. No diva in sight. Only a hard-working, bring my lunch pail, see you at work tomorrow. Marvin Harrison. Reminds me of the coach when I got in the league. Reggie mm-hmm. Wayne, Marvin Harrison. I I used to talk, I used to talk trash to uh Reggie Wayne. He used to look at me like a damn fool. I never said a word back until Peyton dropped a dime and they burnt me. Other than that, never say a word back. I came to work. You came mm-hmm. to play. But it's, Different men too. It's, it's amazing, man. It's amazing, man, how Terry just 
just he working. You can tell, like, man, this man is running every last route. Like, it's his last round. The Jerry Rice stuff. And you just don't see it as much as yeah. you used to, man. You just don't see it. But every play, he in full swing, man. Just like bet online, man. A new season in swing, man. You might not have – you might not get to be at the game this year, even though the Redskins are allowing people at the game this week. Did you hear about that? We right. are, right? We yeah, are. We are doing it. Yeah, I think – no, it's next week. I think we start off next week, the next game. We might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in the action bet online, man. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the online casino as well that never closes. Man, get over there. I'm telling you that. The Redskins – I mean, the Washington football team this week, everybody's Put not looking at the Put the money game. in the bag. <laughs> Put the money in the tip jar. The swear jar hey, is full this year. And guess what? I'm going to take that swear jar money and bet it on Bet Online. Uh, man, look. Bet Online going to give you more options than any other place, man. And you can just go to the casino as well, man. So head to Bet Online AG today and take advantage of all the great sign-ups and bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. Bet online, baby. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, man, I want to uh, – and I want to say something else about this game too, man. Like, people are expecting – you know, it is the game of the week because we don't know anybody. But these be the best games, man. These be the games that all the exciting stuff happened, the big hits and all that. Because you don't know any of these guys. And all these guys playing tomorrow are fighting for a position. They're trying to stay on this roster for at least three Oh, no. They, they are fighting for, for bread and water. Do you understand right. me? Right. And that's what I tell players at the end of the day. Do you know who I'm afraid of? I've never was afraid of the T.O.s. I know who he is. I've studied him. I'm afraid of the, the guy that the fifth wide receiver who I ain't studied mm-hmm. all week who get to come in the game show me something that I ain't seen. Right. He's the dangerous man. He's the unknown prospect. He's the unknown entity. He's the unknown guy. How can I stop him? I haven't even studied him. I don't even know if the quarterback like him. It, it becomes hard. You gonna look over there at the Cowboys and they're gonna have a corner in number 49. He just got from the house and he would not let nobody else get to him out the NFL, son. And, but the offensive line, hey, look, you can't do that type of thing. These guys ought to get destroyed. We have no excuse not to go to town on the offensive line. And look, like eight sacks, that would be median for me. Like I would really like 12 sacks, you know, but I settle for eight. I ain't saying we're going to give our best effort. I'm saying we're going to give enough. So that's eight sacks to me. But really, if it was me. You can't, you can't go eight sacks. That's, that's out of sight. Who wins look, eight sacks? Who, who wins that? Look. Wegman's bag men give up eight sacks. I know it's the NFL <laughs> and everybody's professional, but you just can't find professional fat boys everywhere. Like it's not a lot. No, nah, they 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 the hardest to find. They the yeah. hardest to find. You can find professional skinny guys at yeah. any time. That's just it's just part of it. But like I said, it's rivalry week. Take all the rules out. Nothing matters. And all I can say is this. This is a week that you actually bet with passion. You can't bet with logic. You can't bet with anything. You can't bet with uh, uh, pro football focus. You can't, you can't bet with nothing. I tell people all the time, what make rivalry games so great is the unpredictability. So right. what you have to do is sit back, watch, enjoy the fact that we're watching the game. And if you would have told me 
Percy Donalds, that I would be watching a game the sixth, seventh week of the NFL that was going to have Kyle Allen and Andy Dalton start for each team. With, I would have told you, you a lie and you a damn lie. With league leading implications, with conference division leading implications. So. No, no, no. Throw that in there. Throw that in there. Right. So, what, what are you serious? Right. Are you serious? It's, but do you feel worse? Because we Washington. All right, so, we came in with minuscule expectations. True. If you're the Cowboys fans right now, you came in with Super Bowl aspiration. Right. And you stink right now. You have brothers that's Cowboy fans. Can you speak from a Cowboy fan's perspective right now? Cowboy fans, being a fair weather fan that they are, they checked out. Soon as Dak checked out that surgery, they, <laughs> they just wanted to make sure Dak would go be all right after he got out of surgery, like everybody else. And once that happened, you know, the season was over with. Now it's the time for Cowboy fans to just sit and talk about Steven and Gerald Jones until the draft. And so, you know, most Cowboy fans, they like, you know, they like bullies, man. They talk a lot, but you hit them in the mouth one time, they're going to run. Hey, hey, first of all, they're narcissistic. They're narcissistic yeah. for one. How are you America's time? How are you America's team? When we're in America City, if right. America is the best country in the world, that makes D.C. the best city in the world. That, like, that's the way it goes. That should be on the ballot, too, man. America's team should be on the ballot. <laughs> we should be able to vote for that. Dude. Let's get Dallas out of there, too. Vote for who's really America's team. Right. Who's really America's team? Let's get Dallas out of there, man. I'm telling you now. Let's get them out of there, man. But I think, like, most of the Cowboy fans, they check that. You know, they're going to watch C.D. Lamb because of the fantasy football. Zeke, you know, they might watch a little Zeke, but they ain't expecting him to get in the yard because of the Wakeman bag, man. And uh, But other than that, when they lost Dak, they knew what it was over with. They knew it was over with. Now they really want to blame Jerry and Stephen Jones for the onslaught and the eight sacks they finna give up tomorrow. Because <laughs> I really think... Well, it's going gonna, it, it, gonna to be a day. It's going to be a day. And yeah. like I said, it's a rivalry game. I can't wait. The fan base can't wait. Uh, don't matter what the records are. Don't matter what the division is. Don't matter what other people think outside of the division. We are the NFC East. We are the beast of the East. And this is, I can say this as a collective, it's like playing in the SEC. The strength is in the numbers. And I'm sorry, the Giants has always been dominant. The Cowboys have had their time being dominant. The Eagles have finally got them a Super Bowl ring. We are sitting on three. So you can talk all you want to. And you can say all you say. It's Washington every day for me, and they're just the way it's going to be. And I am going to now do my Smoostradamus picks of the week. And that's what I do because it's sponsored by Bet Online for one reason. For another reason, I just like being right. I, I just continuously like being right. Now, I want to take my feelings out of this bet. I'm going to only give you what I think because I see the matchups, I see the coaches, I see one team's plan compared to another team's plan, and I'm looking at the players. Not going to be a high-scoring game. 
and I can't keep picking the number 17. I don't know. Maybe I do that because this is the day I was born on, but 17 is always a good football number and always a good pick. But I would go 20 to 10. Washington football team wins this game. Schmooster Thomas has spoken from the Weirwood tree in Westeros. You, Percy I, B. I, I stay, I stay under. I think the Washington team wins 17-14. Mm. Only one field goal. Only oh, one yeah. field goal, four touchdowns. I don't actually think that. At <clears throat> 20, at 20 to 10, I'm going three touchdowns, three field goals. I think that's where the game will be. That's where the game will land. And the first team to the first of them will be the winner of this game. And that's how I feel. Okay. Did you just yawn on me? Do I? Am I literally talking so much that you're literally watching paint dry over there? Uh, am I? Am I boring you with my picks? What, what just I, I, happened over there? I was trying to make sure the spread ain't jumped, man, and it hasn't. <laughs> so I'm sticking like where hey, I was. Hey, I, I would out because I seen what you. Hey, I, I was I, just I, saying. I was just but, trying to see if the spread ain't jumped. Hey, but the, another right, game. Man, this another, is what you'd like to do. You like you like to cheat. Another game I'm going with, man. Another game I'm going with. The game of the week. The game of the week. I'm taking Pittsburgh over Tennessee, man. I'm taking Pittsburgh over Tennessee. I'm I taking think. Pittsburgh over Tennessee. Hey, I, first of all, I told us to, dra to draft Clay, Claypool. Chase, Chase Claypool. Claypool. Nobody won't nobody want to listen to me. I say he look he remind me of Plexico. A faster place to go. Nobody wants to listen to me. Again, I said, I said, draft him. I said, draft uh, Debo Samuels. I said, draft all of these guys over the years. They continue to be good, but nobody wants to listen to Smoosh Adamas. You're totally right. I would okay. I would go Pittsburgh, and I would go Pittsburgh plus six. Yeah. I just feel like uh, they're going to be forced to throw the ball. Tannehill will not do that against Michael Fitzpatrick and T.J. Watt and the rest of those guys in Pittsburgh. That should be a good one. But on right. that note, I thank think, you. I thank think you I think for tuning in. Uh, I think Pittsburgh, thank you. I think Pittsburgh is really like, they're going to look at this as a personal challenge because they see Derrick Henry been running over people. Like a Pittsburgh running. Now, I'm gonna tell you. I'm telling you who running over people. You running over me. Yeah. I was actually. I was actually headed with the out right there, and you literally ran man, me over. You with no about respect, football, man. Football, uh, I, 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 all I'm saying. Football. All I'm saying is, I'm sitting there clearing the out, clearing the way, and you literally ran me over like Josh Norman got ran over. And, and that's what you want to do. But on that note, like I said before, thank you to people. Thank everybody out there. Thank Washington and nobody else. Thank everything that you do. Thank y'all for tuning in to the pro and the fan. I'm your host, Fred Schmoot. He's your co-host, Percy D. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you. No thanks to the Cowboys. <laughs> no thanks to the Cowboys. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.